Yo, this is the ancient Texan. I've been listening to somebody called uh, Michael Sandel. You ought to look him up on YouTube. Um, TED Talks. He's a Harvard professor. Most of my ideas are, you know, it's kind of my flavor of what he's saying. And I've been trying to say the same thing for a long time and not saying it very well. Anyway, I'd like to talk to you and I hope you're in the mood to do some thinking and kind of examining your own attitudes and your own life. We've sold the idea in America that we're a meritocracy, a metocracy. I obviously don't dissolve a top rung on that ladder. Um, the idea that if you work hard, you've got the ability, you can rise in our country to be somebody, you know. We, you've got the opportunity to go from rags to riches here. Well, first, that it turns out that that's America is now not very good at that. Uh, there's very little rising from the poor and the middle class, and and especially from the poor. Places like um, Denmark's the best at it. The socialistic countries that we think of are better at it than we are. They provide more opportunity to the poor. And we like to say, you know, if you have the abilities uh, in our society, you can go places and you work hard. And then you get what you deserve. But there's also kind of a uh, unstated reality that if we start off with the same tools, the same advantages, the same education, the same family life, the same care, the same being cared for, um, then we could rise equally. Well, it's quite quite clear in our system the pandemic has has really brought it to the forefront. There's a lot of kids that live in a home that does not have internet. They don't have a Chromebook. They don't have someone at home to help them learn how to use the Chromebook. Some of them don't even have a place at home that's safe. Some of them don't even have food. Those people are not starting off. They're starting off hundreds of yards behind the starting line. We're assuming everybody in this country is given, uh, you know, we're on a circular field and everybody's lined up across this line and it will equal starting point. 
But the reality is some people are way the hell behind the starting line. And they have all sorts of uh, inherent disadvantages and loads they have to carry. They have to take care of their siblings. Put that shoulder on an eight-year-old. Put that responsibility on the shoulders of an eight-year-old. They have to worry about getting food. They have to go to school hungry. They have to go to school worrying about getting shot on the way to and from school. They have to worry about if their parents are on drugs. They have to stay alive first. And they live under trauma, which doesn't help the brain. Doesn't help... Who's going to worry about getting their lessons done when you're worried about staying alive? That's the kind of country we live in. And then we have the audacity when we become one of the successful, get educated, and um, get our degrees and make money. We have the audacity to say we deserve it. We have the ability and we worked hard. Crap, we got a such a head start. And I can claim that I didn't get as much head start as most people, and so I can be, you know, arrogant. My dad was a mechanic, and my mom helped out at a nursing home and did babysitting. Um, my kids once asked me, one of my kids, if I was the first kid to go to college, I was the first kid to finish high school. And I've got my degrees, and so I can be arrogant and say, look at me, I made it. Most of the kids in my neighborhood didn't make it. I made it because I had a mom that was put this little protective bubble around me, believed in me, sheltered me from a lot of stuff. She was kind of a force of nature. And she didn't have the energy, and my brother had his ADHD problems going on. And she couldn't help him get out. But she literally put a bubble around me and helped me get out. What do I mean, get out? I mean, get out from a world that has very little opportunity, very little chance of having a decent wage, of having health care, of having a healthy life, of having uh, peace and tranquility and having a home. Having children you can take care of. I've been a lot closer to that than most people. But I know a lot of people have it a hell of a lot worse than I had it. And if I happen to have the wrong skin or like love the wrong person... Life could have been even rougher. I 
and yet I still fall victim to the idea that I deserve where I've ended up. I've also watched, and we've talked about this before, the outsourcing of American jobs to China without caring about how they treat their workers or the environmental cost of doing that. The idea that my neighborhood is too precious to have a a plant in it that makes copper, for instance. Let's send it over and destroy the world somewhere else. Let's have our kids make our Apple phones so we can buy them cheap. I mean, we've had a complete disregard in this outsourcing. And not saying that all the results of outsourcing have been bad. We've lowered the cost of living and helped lift the rest of the world out of, of uh, poverty. So there's some good, good stuff going on. I'm not naive and ignorant about that. But we've created a world that doesn't regard anything except for money. And we call it a meritocracy in this country because you get what you deserve. Well, it's not, first, it's just not true anymore. If you're poor in this country, you're going to, 99.99% of the time, you're going to be poor. If you're poor when you're born, you're going to be poor when you die. You're not going to get a chance to go anywhere and rise up. It's just not going to happen. Look at the data if you don't believe me. Of course, you'd have to know how to do a little research, and probably if you're one of my three listeners, and this is the best you can do, maybe you're not capable of doing that. Who knows? I'm being a little sarcastic there. I'm in a kind of a weird mood at the moment. So we we sell this idea that we're in a world where we get what we deserve. But what we're actually in is an elite aristocracy where the elite, the educated, the rich take care of their kids, get them into Harvard and other great schools, get them connected with other people uh, like the scandal last year where, where parents bought admission into the good schools for their kids by artificially pumping up their uh, uh, credentials to get in. Said they were tennis players, blah, blah, blah. Got them in. Of course, the rich do that all the time. They, they help. They start out from very early. They have tutors and go to special schools and have all the equipment and all the privileges. So it's kind of just an extension of what's already done and meanwhile a poor person goes to school hopes to get a a meal um, while he's at school because they're not eating otherwise they hope they have the basic supplies and or a teacher that's willing out of their own pocket to buy supplies for the kid and there's some rat infested dump going to school and meanwhile the rich kid is going to 
brass in the bathroom school and we called that you know we all had it the same no we don't there's not even anywhere close I I just heard that the top 1% of our society gets more positions in Harvard than the bottom 50% put together So, when you look at how Trump got into power, um, I think you need to look at the people that have been struggling in this country and that have been put down by the elites for decades. And they've been told that if they just try harder, they can make it. In a system that doesn't actually work like that. The system works for some people like that. But for most people it works by your parents take care of you and give you the opportunities. Get you in the college. Pay your, help pay your bills. Get you a car. Um, Etc. And I've helped my kids plenty. Not nearly as much as I'd like to. Because it friggin' outrageous, you know, hundred thousand dollar bill to go to college is my dad could help me go to college because mine costs two hundred and fifty bucks a semester. My daughter's cost twenty, thirty thousand a semester. And I know there's inflation and all that in there. But here's the simple way to look at that. A car mechanic making hundred bucks a week could afford his kid to go to college except for the fact that he died and that didn't work out real well and now a guy with a PhD in uh, engineering has trouble sending his kids to college you don't need a great analysis to figure that out it used to be a lot easier to go to college you didn't have to be quite as an elite so we have a elite aristocracy now in this country an arrogant elite aristocracy that has done a terrible job with our country infrastructure sucks healthcare sucks gerrymandering sucks racism sucks I could just keep going down the list. You can tell I'm in a rotten mood here. Because this guy, Michael Sindel, I was listening to him, and it just drove home so clearly the world that I've been living in. And I've been pretty lucky. Um, Because I have some special skills, special niches, and some longevity. But most of our country and most of our people have not been so lucky. And the elites in this country that pay a lower tax rate on their 
interest income than we pay on our payroll taxes. Um, are all snobbish about how successful and good they are. Well, that alone, that tax structure helps you a whole lot. Also, who gets bailed out when we have a financial crisis created in general by the elites? It's not us poor people driving up the cost of stuff. We're suffering from the cost of stuff being driven up. And this pandemic, why the hell does Apple, why does our government buy their their shares? Why do we pump, pump up the financial district, both in, you know, this crisis and the one in 2008? And it's not, it's not just, uh, don't go blaming it on the Republicans. The Democrats have been doing it just as much. And they've been advocating the system of, you know, you get what you deserve, go to college, and I'll take care of all the inequalities. No, it won't. We need to pay people like nurses and teachers and sanitation workers and grocery workers and everybody enough to have the basics. I'm not talking about making them rich. I'm talking about having health care, having food on their table and a roof over their head. My dad is a mechanic 50 years ago. Could afford that. And now, a third of our population can't afford that. So, the elites have done a really crappy job for the rest of us. done a pretty good job for getting the money funneled to them and controlling the economy that Bezos can make 90 billion bucks on this pandemic so we live in a world that we misrepresent and every time we open our mouth and misrepresent it we're one step further from fixing the problems in our country. We have to like belly up to the bar and see the fact that we're not a place where a poor has a chance to climb out of poverty. It's an anomaly. And it's less true today than when I was growing up. Yet I was probably in an anomaly too. And I had a lot of luck along the way, and I had some people come along and reach out and lift me up and help me. That I just kind of bumped into. So I think we need to have this public discussion on how we want our world to look how we want to take care of the two-thirds people that don't go to college, what should be the basics of their life, and what should be the criteria when we outsource technology overseas.
And are we taking the whole total cost of getting cheap stuff at Walmart into account? When the people at Walmart are often on welfare themselves. Isn't that a kind of a really an irony? We're in a system that doesn't make sense. And when you see the Trumpers supporters um, yeah some of them are you know bigots and racist and blah 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 there's a whole lot of them that have just been screwed by the system and that are tired of telling, being told that everything is their fault and they didn't try hard enough And I think the Democrats have done a particularly poor job in recognizing the problem that outsourcing and computerization has done to the average man. And I'm not necessarily against any of those. But you have to look at the whole package when you take an action. Um, and don't kid yourself. And, it, and you... You say, well, there's always plenty of jobs. Well, there's always plenty of crappy jobs. There's not always enough jobs that you can have health care and a roof over your head and food in your belly. That's when you can say full employment doesn't mean that, a, you know, a bunch of the people that are, quote, employed don't have health care and food and a roof. And the basics, they're underemployed. They're certainly underpaid. And this erosion has been gradual over four decades. And so it happened, it's kind of like an hour hand. You don't see it move, but it's moved. Anyway, this is a little bit of a cranky post from the ancient Texan. Just asking you to take a look at our country, be honest about uh, what it looks like at the moment and what we're going to have to change to make it a great country again. And I think we start off by quit saying things that are not true. We do not live in a meritocracy. We live in a, an elite aristocracy. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan um, Hope I didn't upset any of you, and I hope somehow that these kind of angry words actually makes you think about it and makes the world better. Uh, I'll work on my attitude by the time I get to the next podcast. Thanks for showing up. If you're one of my three listeners, thanks for being here. Namaste. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling.
hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste. Thank you.